thanking him for all that he has done. I am so grateful uh, once again to be standing before y'all. Again, for those who are just coming in, welcome to Clinton Baptist Church live feed. We are so thankful that you are tuning in with us. Today we find ourselves in 2 Timothy chapter 4. Today we find ourselves in 2 Timothy chapter 4. Today we are in 2 Timothy chapter 4. 2 Timothy uh, chapter 4 today. We find ourselves in um, 2 Timothy chapter 4. 2 Timothy chapter 4 today. Uh, we ask that you tune in to 2 Timothy chapter 4. 2 Timothy chapter 4, that's where we are located today. And today, before we get started, let us pray. Father God, you are amazing. Thank you so much again that we can stand, I can stand before your people. Lord God, to preach your word with truth, flat-footed, with power, and with understanding. Lord God, the only way I can stand here and preach is that you preach to me first. So I pray that you use me to be your mouthpiece today. I pray that you use your word, Lord God, to impact your people. There are so many people online, Lord God, that is watching this service, Lord God, and we just ask, Lord God, that you impact them with your word, that you use me, Lord God, as a mouthpiece to glorify you. Lord God, that I may lift you up and you alone. Because your word said, if you be lifted up, you'll draw all men to you, Lord God. And I'm not the one to be lifted up. I want to lift you up that you may draw men to you. And even on this feed today, I pray that there's someone who don't know you as a Lord and Savior may come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ through what I preach today and what you have placed on my heart. I pray, Lord, that we be sermon, not sermon evaluators, but sermon applicators. That means I pray, Lord God, that we not only hear the sermon and critique the sermon, but we hear it and apply it. I pray that wherever we at today and whoever we, whatever we into, that this sermon fits in our lives. Lord God, encourage some, refresh some, convict some, and motivate others, Lord God. We need you because your word is a living word. So speak it through me. We love you and we thank you. In the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. We're in uh, 2 Timothy chapter 4. 2 Timothy chapter 4, we will be in verses 7 and 8. 2 Timothy chapter 4, we will be in verse 7 and 8. Let's look at verse 6. Let's look at verse 6. Charmaine and Reggie, let's look at verse 6. We are starting verse 6. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, verses 6, 7, and 8. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 6, 7, and 8. It says, For I, which this is Paul speaking, for I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race, I have kept the faith, and finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me alone, but also to all who have loved his appearance. Here, on this morning, as we find ourselves in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 6 
7 and 8. I would like to speak to you from the topic, finish well. Finish well. Here in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 6, 7, and 8, I want to speak to you from the topic, finish well. When your life comes to an end, when God, who holds the key to life and death, turn the key of death in your life, what do you want people to remember you for? When your life comes to an end here on earth, what do you want people to remember you for? Do you want people to remember you for being a good dresser? That you always stay clean and shop? You always had the, the finer linen on and the nice shoes and, and the nice shirt and the nice pants, the nice coats. Do you, you want people to remember you Remember about you that you was a good dresser? Or do you want people to remember about you that you had the most toys, that you kept the, the cars and, and the homes and the, the motorcycles and the, the boats and all the other things that come in the material things of life? Or do you... You want people to remember about you, that you were the life of the party. That every time you stepped in the room, the room lit up. The room shined and, and sparkles was all over the place and, and stars was, was, was gleaning and shining all over the room and, and you just lit the room up. Everybody is excited and everybody was waiting for you to, to get there and waiting for, for me to get there where, where I can be the life of the party. Do you want people to remember you that way? How do you want people to remember you when your life comes to an end? Or what about, what about if God told you tonight at 8 o'clock this was your last day here on earth? What if God gave you that time of, of tonight at 8 o'clock? This is your last day at earth. How would you evaluate your life? If, if you look back on your life, how, how would you evaluate your life? What, what, what evaluation would you give about your life? When you look back in the rearview mirror of, of life, and you go and you, you pan your life from a, a child all the way to where you are now. And you, and you, and you think about how you lived your life and, and the things you've done and, and what you made priority and what, was, what wasn't priority. And you give an evaluation. What evaluation would you give on your life? What, what, how would, do you want people to remember you and how would you evaluate your life? Paul is in his position. Paul is in a dungeon, underground, where it's damp, and it's dark, and it's wet, 
and it's cold, and he, he's, he's in this dungeon, which we know as a prison, for, 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 for living for Jesus Christ, for being a mouthpiece for Jesus Christ. And now he's at the end of his life. His journey of life is coming to an end. He is now understand that he is in the dungeon awaiting execution, not because he did anything wrong, because he stood for God. And now what Paul does, Paul reflects back on his life, Pandora. Paul, Paul, Paul re, re, reflect back, Sean, on his life. Paul reflect back, Nate, on his life. Paul reflect back, Jasmine, on his life. He looks back at his life, and he comes now in verses 6 and, and 7 and 8, and he gives an evaluation of his life. He, he, he tells us that, that his life, Vanessa, he tells us, Shorty and Tanya, that his life is coming to an end. He tells us, he said in verse 6, look what he says. Look what he says right here in verse 6. He says that, for I am already been poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. Paul says my life is over, the Tucker family. Paul says... Pastor Tucker and Lakeisha, that my life is over, Mashawn, my, my life is over, uh, Aiden, my, my life is over, uh, Anthony, my, my life is over, Joshua, my, Paul says my life is coming to an end. My, my, my journey here on earth is, is, is coming close. Paul says, I understand that, that I've been poured out as, as, as a drink offering, and my journey now is coming to an end. And Paul, as he's sitting in his dungeon, he's thinking about his journey coming to an end, and he reflects back on his life, Kim. He reflects back on his life, Darlene. He reflects back on his life, uh, uh, Tawana. He reflects back on his life, Tammy. And he think about and he evaluate how his life has been. But the, 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 the good part about this, watch this. Is he not thinking about the clothes he had, Leonard and Janice? He's he not thinking about, baby, the money he had, Wanda and Gretchen. He's he not thinking about the things he had accumulated, the, the material things he had accumulated. He, when he evaluated himself, he's not evaluating what he had. He's not evaluating the houses. He's not evaluating the houses, Ernest Pugh. He's not evaluating the houses, um, Marvin and Monica. He's not evaluating the clothes. He's not evaluating his shoes. He's not evaluating his college degree. He's not evaluating his job. He's not evaluating the success he has in his occupation. He's not evaluating Miss Kathy, his children. He's evaluating his walking God. He, 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 he comes to, a, to an end. He comes to a close, uh, Lua Linda. He comes to a close, Nicole. He comes to a close, uh, Kenneth. And now what he does is he evaluates his life according to his walk with God. Paul says this. Finish well. He, he, he encourages Timothy, who was the pastor and who he's writing his letter to, of the, the pastor of the, of the church of Ephesus, he encourages him to finish well. Marco, he, he encourages him to finish well, Howard. He encourages you and I to, to finish well. He, he encourages us that we may finish our walk in Jesus Christ well. He encourages us to, to finish well. Terrence, he encourages us 
to, to finish world culture, he encourages us. And he says, here it is, if we're going to finish well. He says, here it is. He says, if we're going to finish world well, the first thing we have to do, watch this, Tammy. He said, the first thing we have to do is fight the good fight. Look what he says in verse 7 8. He says, we're going to finish well. We got to fight the good fight. Look what he says. He says, I have fought the good fight. Now watch this. The word fought here actually means to contend or to wrestle, to grapple, to, to, to wrestle with. And, and, and Paul gives this as a, as a, um, a metaphor of, of, of how he walked, Danita, of, of how he lived his life. He, 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 he likened it to the, to the Roman games, and, and, and he says that, 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 that if we're going to finish well, we got to, uh, Lena, we got to fight the good fight. We, we got to contend uh, um, in, the, in the good fight. But watch this, watch this, watch this. The, 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 there's a lot of fights in the kingdom of God. That, that, there's a lot of Christians that, 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 that know how to fight. There's a lot of Christians that desire to fight. Matter of fact, if I, if I, if I can pull your card, some of you all, if you, when you get in a fight, you go back to your old days where you put the, the Vaseline oil on your face and take your earrings out and um, you put on your Timberland boots and you put your rings on your finger and get ready. I mean, uh, we as believers, we, 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 we like, some of us like to fight. And in the kingdom of God, there, there's a lot of fights. In the kingdom of God, watch this, there, 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 there are fights amongst members. We got, we got members fighting in the kingdom of God. We got the body of Christ fighting against each other in the kingdom of God. We got, we got fights amongst leaders. The pastor fighting with the deacons and the deacons fighting with the trustees and, and the pastors fighting with the trustees and, and the pastors fighting against the, the, the ushers and, and the musicians. We got, we got fights in the, in the kingdom of God. We got a lot of fights. Watch this, Nate. We got, we, 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 got, we got fights in business meeting. Thank God that here at Clinton Baptist Church we don't have fights in business meeting. Praise the Lord. But we got fights in business meeting. People are ready to throw down. They're ready to contend and grabble at a, at a church business meeting. We, we got fights in the, in the kingdom of God. We got fights everywhere. But Paul is not talking about that kind of fight. Paul said.